All right, he hit record, so you know what time that is. It's the Five on Five podcast presented to you by directmusicservice.com. Promo code Five on Five, F I V E O N F I V E. I almost spelled it wrong. I was gone for 10 did. days in Spain <laughs> and almost spelled it completely fucking wrong. So good for us. Spelled uh, with a whole bunch of accents on top of it. Yeah, yeah. NBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go. So, no, uh, I'm back in town. We have a fantastic guest today. We're just going to jump right into it. It's Phenom down the street from me, Nick Lopez, down the street from him, Jupiter Williams, and our very special guest today, coming to you live from Florida, St. Petersburg, to be exact. Make some noise. One of my favorite people on the internet, I'm just going to preface that by saying, Jada is always posting some awesome vinyl content and great memes and just genuine good DJ shit. Make some noise for Jada Bella, ladies and gentlemen. What a great introduction. Thanks so much. So we were just talking about this. We found each other via DJ Edie. Shout, Shout out to her, former guest of the pod. Friend of the phone. Uh, friend of the pod, guest of the pod. Um, and you are also an incredible female DJ in the vinyl DJ space. So let's just get right into that. When did you start collecting records? Um, ages ago. I. Uh, the first record I ever bought was the Adolescent Self-Titled Blue album, which is oh, just yeah. a staple in California punk and still one of my favorite records to this day. I think I was 15 um, and I bought a crappy little portable turntable just to listen to that. And I listened only to that for a long time. Uh, next year, when I was 16, my high school sweetheart bought me a grip of really crazy uh 90s like screamo and power violence and punk records for my birthday so that's how my collection started um and they actually belonged to this artist who was from atlanta um called titty bats i don't know if you guys have ever seen him on instagram but he just draws these cute cartoons with like just crazy little captions and shit anyways i'm sure you can guess it's Kind of odd because his name is Titty Bats, but shout out Titty Bats. Shout out. Shout and, out. Uh, yeah, I just started uh, buying and collecting punk records as a teenager. I know um, DJ Edie had a kind of similar tale to tell and Victoria Rollins as well. And uh, when I heard those episodes, I was like, okay, these are my people for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of a, a, a tribe where we're all kind of in it together. I don't know if, if this was the same for you, but you didn't necessarily plan on ever playing these out. It was just kind of like an at-home thing. At-home and out were very similar because okay. I just was, I kind of always was the after-party apartment growing up, uh, like in my early 20s. Um, we would just always like shut down the bar and then have, head over to my house and... Um, in my early 20s, I dated a guy with a really impressive punk record collection. And like <laughs> in the punk scene, that's very, very important to mm. have those rare records that nobody has and just pissing contest kind of stuff. So that's where I came from as far as a collector. Yeah. And I just loved playing records late, late, late into the night and into the next morning. And I just decided I should be a DJ. And I fumbled and bumbled in local bars for a couple of years. And uh, thought that I was really good, <laughs> but now I look yeah. back and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that initial somebody saw the vision. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. punk songs are hard to play. They're like two minutes long. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's like you could be playing a 12, but it's still 45 because you have to like plan something right away. Yeah. You have to have something queued up. Um, those records are also worth a lot of fucking money now. All of those Some of them records. are, yeah, for sure. And uh, it's just, I, I don't know. I felt like that was my cue to, uh, to become a record collector is I just wanted to always have that collection that people would come over and be like, holy shit, like the way that I was over other people's collections. And it's crazy because as long as I have been buying records, I never feel like I have any and the ones that I do have are not that cool. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. just never, I never yeah. feel satiated by it ever. <laughs> do you guys feel Spot the same? On. Oh yeah. Spot yeah. On. Absolutely. Yeah. We know the feeling. I'm Very laughing because that's exactly I'm like, I don't have shit. That's, yeah. 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 I don't have like, anything. You can be in front of a wall and you're like, yeah. oh. There's this nothing here. Yes, hundreds of records. There's nothing here. I like, still need this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fact that you can get inspired every single day just shows how vast the record community is. And you know, like when you go out and play with other people too, like shout out to uh, Sundown Soul Club out here shout in out. Vegas. They're pulling out 1500 200 or $2,000 45s. And you're like, this record was a dollar in the dollar bin. <laughs> you know, like it's such a slippery slope. You can go down, down the rabbit hole and spend everything. But with that being said, I want to talk about when you're playing out and, and you have a vast taste in music, how much is kind of conforming to the crowd? How much are you throttling back? Because you know a lot of music. Yeah, um, I would say quite a bit, actually. No. Um, I don't feel like I have a gig right now where I can really get my shit out. Yeah. Um, I, I am doing a radio show on Sector FM right now that I feel like I'm getting more closer to playing music that I really, really go crazy for. Mm -hmm. But um, I play for a lot of like corporate accounts. Um, so I'm playing like a lot of that kind of music. I yeah. have a hotel residency at Hotel Haya in Ybor City that I absolutely love. And I feel like I have influenced their whole brand, honestly, because I was kind of the weird DJ at first, but now I go in there and they're playing my songs on the house music. Mm -hmm. So that's a mm -hmm. good feeling. But yeah, um, I have I have been playing records out for quite a while. I've been saying 10 years for probably too long, probably closer to 15 years now. Mm -hmm. But my career as a DJ is quite new, probably about three years that I've been here. So I'm learning how to re play records for people, mm -hmm. um, which, I don't know if it was a talent that I had before. Right. <laughs> I think I was just playing records like for me before, but yeah, I know how to make money now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so different going from being the after party destination where you're like, hey, fuck you guys if you don't like it. Like you're at my spot. Right. Like to to being like, hey, is everything cool? Like, do you guys enjoy this? Or you know, like it it's it's such a delicate dance. And I, I've spoke with Nick and Travis on this before. Like, yes, we know a lot of music, but where can we play it? Right. What can we do yeah. with it? You know? Totally, totally. And I feel it's, like I'm just I've been carving out my own little space here. Like I've just been kind of creating my own thing and like if a client wasn't, you know, vibing, then I, I was the first one to know and I didn't want to go back. Like I've played records where people were looking at me sideways and I'm like, oh, I'm just not in the right place. But now I have a better sense of how to go where I'm appreciated. And people do know me as the person who will play something completely different 
I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Tampa market. There's a lot of, uh, I guess, like dance music. Yeah. Um, is yeah. like a broad paintbrush to use, but to like definitely a lot of house and EDM, which is not my bag. Um, I I can appreciate it, but um, people don't really tend to hire me for that because mm -hmm. there is um a never-ending supply of those djs and i love mm -hmm. them but i'm not one of them and i kind of pick up all the other work that they can't get you know mm -hmm. so it's just kind of about providing that unique service what is your ideal venue to play music in like if you had your choice if you could set your own residency right now what would that look like a rock and roll bar with deep pockets <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, <yeah. laughs> mm -hmm. she thought about that one yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> The first That's... part is so easy, or the second part is so easy, but to get those two together, it's like... Yeah, that, that is, like, definitely a rarity, I feel like. But maybe not in the future. I don't know. And I feel like we we have to show people, like, how to treat and pay us, too. Yeah. So. yeah. No, you're right. I want to dive deeper on that. I want to dive deeper into the pay the pay rate right now Me too uh, yeah. <laughs> talking about money yeah yeah how are things in tampa would you say it's close not even close as far as rates because out in vegas it's just kind of same across the board so i'm curious to hear how it is for you well um i'm a mobile dj and that i bring all of my gear to pretty much all of my gigs um so there's pretty much nowhere to play vinyl right now, except for my uh, weekly gig at Lost and Found, which is a kind of 70s, 80s theme bar. So shout out Lost and Found. Um, uh, they have turntables and they have a lot of really great resident DJs who are, I would say senior DJs. And I mean, senior is experience, not old, but maybe yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're amazing. Uh, so I feel like I'm able to uh get that money because yeah. I'm bringing all this stuff. Like I'm mm -hmm. setting up my PA in my little outfit with my little high heels on too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the turntables and the flight cases are heavy. I've got to bring two tables, two fold out tables, yeah. tablecloth, taping down the cords and my records, you know, which are irreplaceable. Right. That's right. a lot of work. Right. You know, a right. vinyl setup, that's probably takes me about an hour to get everything going nicely, mm -hmm. you know? My cords aren't going to be entangled or anything. So yeah, I'm charging more for that. Yeah, and I'm happy with what I get paid, but I also don't take work that doesn't pay enough. Simple as that. Hell yeah. That's, that's the big message right there. You already dropped the gem early in the episode. Upcoming DJs, if you're listening, just listen to what Jada said. Take the adequate pay. Don't undercut. Don't pay for, don't play for less than mm -hmm. what you're worth. And especially if you're bringing a PA, take that into account, along with bringing your records out, which are fucking yeah. priceless. Um, yeah, that's that's good to hear because, you know, we all go through kind of the same struggles as far as I have, a, I have a gig once a week where I set up a PA as well. And I feel like I should get paid double for that. Just, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't have to bring it. I have to set it up, you know, luckily. But it's just that extra work where I'm like, if you guys don't want to invest in putting a permanent sound system in here, pay the DJ a little bit extra. Yeah. If you're bringing out your records, pay the DJ extra, you know? Yeah, especially the price of like the, the system that you bring. I mean, I know for me, like I have a uh, a Bose uh, L132. Yeah. That, that motherfucker's what, four grand, you know? Right. So like, yo. Are you guys insured? 
I yeah I that was like the first thing I did was yes. ensure the record collection and everything too because oh like, cool just I just to play it oh I did you <laughs> it's good for corporate stuff because yeah. like a lot of times corporate will ask if you have insurance or whatever and even some like wedding venues and stuff like mm-hmm. that but yeah. yeah and i think that's that's a, that's a flex too and like that that makes people like trust you and see that you are a premium service you know because the hundred dollar dj doesn't they just don't i don't know they just don't i, don't, I, I mean i doubt it i really doubt it yeah. and not to say that like there's not a hundred dollar gig that you shouldn't take like right if you're new take it but mm-hmm. like and or if, or if you love this client or if it's good for a good cause or you know if it's if you can leave happy then sure take it but of course those are few and far between for me there's yeah there's there's always those reasons like it's for a friend or whatever you know where you're just hopping in dropping a set and stuff like that yeah for sure but i think definitely definitely in in the in the vinyl realm too we see a lot of undercutting or hobbyists yeah where people are like yeah i'll just come on out and just play these records and it's like how much did you spend on these records and you're just gonna you know i'm just gonna bring them out and play for free and go home and yeah. i, did my I think thing. that just comes from a lot of people just not knowing mm-hmm. that right. what you're doing is more valuable than that right and that's how I started. yeah that's how i think most people start and then you you start to meet like people who are doing it full-time or for a living you're like wait i'm absolutely doing too little like and then yeah. i've met younger djs who say things like because I'm new, I feel bad taking payment. No. Or I feel crazy. You know I mean, I'm like, that is the opposite attitude to have because you're actually partaking and fucking up the industry. Because yeah. <laughs> now I have a hard time charging my rate because you're taking $50 and some drink tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And those were the gigs that I was taking when I first started. And I thought, oh, I'm a fucking DJ. Like, yeah. I, I just like, I don't know. I was going to be at the bar anyway, you know, right, right, right. drinking $50 anyways. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like, it was, it was a, a smart financial decision for you to be like, Oh, they're paying me to come here. And they're like, how much? Yeah. Like, well, 50 bucks. Can you believe it? And like, <laughs> for, for how long, you know, and you're like, Oh, it's too long. You 50 know, bucks and, and drinks. Yeah. 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 See all those drinks over there. Those are mine. And right, I didn't pay yeah. for those. No, that's I why you got to get that. You got to get the owner that, that understands, you know, it's that's tough. up with the shit, you know, it is tough. I was, I was yeah. fortunate enough to, um, when I first started playing, uh, play under, um, this guy named Adon Heller, who, who Shout owned out. the bar and, um, yeah, he, he just understood, you know, I, I played for free and then, he saw he saw the worth he saw the value coming in and started breaking me off a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more to where you know it was a a thing that's now, a that's you know, a rare occurrence too you know it very very rare very to rare, have somebody but, be like yeah i'll give you a shot when you're first starting out yeah and then oh, be yeah. like oh this is working let me give you some money for exactly. it." exactly so and then like continue to like give you what for you yeah, hopefully get the people you know Cause I'd milk that free DJ pause as long as I could. Uh, yeah, no, he, tried to. He, he did. He did try to, but he he was uh, he was fortunately a, a very very good man. So yeah, well, then your work just like speaks for itself, and like exactly. the value is undeniable. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a rare story. Um, <laughs> I do want to get into what we do around here. Every week we compare two artists head to head, their top five songs as viewed most popular on Spotify. 
I had a pick today. I brought it together. Uh, I think it's going to be a good one. It's going to be an interesting one, judging by um, some of the songs listed here. <laughs> so feel free to <laughs> mute at any point if you need to revisit slash visit for the first time. Despite oh being legacy acts, you may need to hear these. Um, okay. We're talking about Christina Aguilera versus Jennifer Lopez today. Oh. What? Oh. oh my God. Oh. That's so random. I Wait, thought you were have... going to go a completely different direction. Have that. we not done Christina yet? We haven't done Christina yet, no. have we? Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't think I'll need to. I feel like I know most of their, their top five songs, right? Yeah. I, yes. Maybe actually, Christina might be hard because she went kind of. She's got newer friend. stuff. She I went to the gay clubs and didn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. to make some, to yeah. make some adjustments here because, like, the top song was like the top song was "Moves Like Jagger," and I don't think that's technically. I don't think we're going to count that as a Christina Aguilera song, despite the fact that she. Right. Yeah. Probably a lot yeah. of people forgot about her verse. Sorry. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to get be into honest, it. I had full had no idea she was on that song. Surprise! Yeah. Hey, uh, 2015 called, and I love a little. News. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it our had hits. like a little whistle in it. Yeah, was that? Yeah. That was that was a um, that was a voice, a voice move, right? A voice business move, right? Oh yeah, they did that for the yeah. voice. Yeah. Oh. Or I might be tripping about that, but they it's were both so, on the voice. It's at the such same time. a pop song, like it's it's so pop that it's out of my atmosphere. Yeah, that's <laughs> like. No, and I fair. wasn't DJing full time then, so I definitely wasn't checking for shit back like that. Yeah. You wouldn't have played that anyways. But I, would, no... I feel like if it came out today, I would know about it, but I wouldn't be okay. playing yeah. it, no. okay. Does that I make sense? Be touching, um, you're not touching that record, me. Not a chance. It's a fun song to me. It's a like, fun it's song? Like something, it's a Six Flags song. It's like something Six you would hear while yeah. you're waiting in line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Magna Boys? Yeah. Yo, no, it's a super coined... corporate. Jada just coined a new genre that we're going to use from here moving forward. Six Flags Six music. Flag song. Yeah, yeah, that's and, it. Um, my favorite one is uh, Love Shack. That is such a Six Flags song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Harry right. Styles got into some Six Flags songs. Yeah, Harry yeah. Styles is very Six Flags. Well. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, who uh, else is Six Flags? 98 Degrees Six Flags might be a All six those flag. boy bands. Everything yeah. boy, boy bands. bands. Everything yeah. boy band is. Yeah, definitely everything boy band because. Smash yeah. Mouth, too. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Sugar Ray. Yeah. Sugar Ray. Yeah. Oh, my God. What, what, this, is a, this is a crazy rabbit yeah, yeah. hole. Here we go. Crazy rabbit hole right now. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go. Jason Derulo. Uh, Jason, Jason Derulo is for sure Six Flags. Yeah. Or like JoJo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's a hot take. Here's <laughs> here's a fucking hot take. I'm gonna drop the first hot take of the episode. Daft Punk, uh, get lucky is Six Flags music. Oh yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, not yeah, yeah it's not a hot take. It's not a hot take. Daft Punk went Six Flags. I'm just Bro. gonna say. I 100. percent That's I tell you all the time. I don't even like that. You're like album. trying to open up the locker to put your purse. In. <laughs> there you go. Like a, a lot of those Pharrell songs are. Like you're frustrated. Ice cream on it. It's melting. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Choco Taco at Six Flags or the yeah. Frozen Crying Lemonade. Child next to you. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. The the couple that's like standing with the guy behind the girl in line and they're like swaying. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> they're swaying in line. Yeah. Oh, well, get see lucky. through backpacks. Yeah. Get lucky and backpack. Daniel Beddingfield are playing oh, in the background. Yo, yeah. <laughs> 
Daniel and yeah. Natasha, both Six Flags music. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to get both through this? Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Okay, so we've all been to Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I can I throw one artist into the Six Flags mix? Yes. Just because. Yeah, yeah. Throw one James. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I just want to throw them in. Definitely Six Flags um, over Georgia, for sure. <laughs> See? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we can do players, players Circle, that their song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's a rowdy Six Flags. It's a rowdy. Yes. We're in Atlanta with Atlanta. this one. Yeah. Right. Uh, a little, a little cry pop. Thank you, nothing, I'm a ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Project Pat, Project Pat at Six Flags. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. that'd be I'm amazing. I'm not going anymore. I don't want to go. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not going. I'm scared. I'm leaving that see-through backpack at home. You're not seeing what's yeah. in there. It's so funny. I completely forgot this conversation was being recorded. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Yes. There We're is here. a podcast somewhere. Somewhere in down, here is a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jennifer Lopez versus Christina Aguilera. We're going to get into it today. Uh, round one. This is for Jada only. We're going to ask you five rounds, starting with Christina, Genie in a Bottle, or Jennifer Lopez, Can't Get Enough. Mm. Oh, that's the new song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't heard it yet, so Genie. Okay. Yeah. Genie in a Bottle got a dope beat to it. But I like that. I highly doubt that Jennifer Lopez's song is better than Genie in a Bottle. <laughs> well, she's just a feature on it. It's not even her song, I think. Yeah, oh. so. yeah I, don't, I don't know. It's. I just heard about that song literally today. I'm not sure. Genie yeah, I've, I've never even played it. Uh, round two, Christina Beautiful or Jennifer Lopez and Pitbull on the floor? Mm. Uh, on the floor. Okay. I don't really like ballads. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is there any ballad that would make your list as this is a good song? Uh oh, I mean I'm sure there's like some that I like, uh, yeah. but I just can't think of one. Nothing off top. <laughs> Any fair. like top forty like schmaltzy anything is like next. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's just that song's so sentimental that it's just like corny. So no Casey and JoJo all my life. I didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we found one. We found one. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll revisit ballads later. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to like. Yeah, I like R and B. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like a ballad and R and B are different because, like, that would be like, oh, the whole genre is ballads, but no, you're hundred percent. Ballad is like just like a corny ass like love song. Mm-hmm. What about like, less flavor than R and B? Less seasoning. <laughs> yes. Britney Spears every time. Yeah, I like that song all right, but I don't ever find myself wanting to hear it. No, nor play it. Like, shout out Spring Breakers, but that's about it. Shout out. The video is a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. The music Uh, video for that song and that scene in the movie are both like, whoa. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go round three with Christina Aguilera, Fighter, or Jenny from the Block. Oh. Jenny from the Block has a cool sample. Uh, the heaven and hell yeah uh yeah i think that one i mean fighter yeah mm-hmm. honestly I, I won't say that i like really particularly rock with either of these girls but <laughs> sure yeah keeps it interesting but yeah jenny from the block is fun 
Spider is just, I don't know, that just reminds me of like being in line for the bathroom at a gay bar. Like yeah, all of Christina's yeah. music really does, honestly. <laughs> for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, let's go <sighs> Love Don't Cost a Thing or Come On Over Baby. Mm. Come On Over has a the 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 version of the song that we're all like thinking of is actually a remix, and I do like that remix a lot. The original is yes. not very good. Um, and then what was the other one? Love don't cost a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm picking Come on over. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Last round. Christina Aguilera, Hurt, or Jennifer Lopez and Pitbull, Dance Again. Damn. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know either of them. I don't Me know either. either. <laughs> no, I don't no. either. <laughs> no. Uh, we can go a tie on that one. <laughs> do um, do waiting for tonight and yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah. Moulin Rouge. Oh, uh, Lady Marmalade. Yeah, yeah, Lady Marmalade. Marmalade. Thank, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. There we go. I have Lady Marmalade on vinyl, so I guess I'll say that. Wait a minute, which version? Oh, that one. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's dope. Okay. Um. Well, but I, I like Waiting for Tonight. Yeah, I guess. Which one would I rather hear? Probably Waiting for Tonight because I hear Lady Marmalade so mm. much more mm -hmm. often. You guys probably hear that a lot in Vegas, huh? That's like a Vegas song. Yeah, it's a Vegas song. It's a very Vegas song. I play it a lot. I'm like guilty of playing that too much. You play actually. Lady Marmalade? Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, some of these gigs I play. Are like... No, I'm, I get it. I'm on, the, I'm on the same agency with you. I just, I've never heard it. No, this is off agency. This is not on. Oh, this gotcha. is off agency gigs. I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'm setting the tone for your gig the next day after mine. Yeah. You're playing Lady Marvel. I'm like, this is why things are going so weird. You're playing Lady Marvel on the night before. That song's that song funny. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna go of, it doesn't pop off as hard without the visual like the video nice. was such a big part of that song a million percent 20 oh, years later man. wherever we are now like it just doesn't hit the same without the visuals without missy elliott in the like mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah now the original patty labelle and mm -hmm. her her fam Nightbird. patty was like yo i didn't even know what i was singing for years oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Avec moi. And she's like, all right, word. That's French. That's that's French. Like a hit to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got me. Okay, I'll sing it. I'll sing it. Uh, <laughs> let's just get into a lightning round here. This is going to be all genres. One artist stays, one artist goes forever. You can't play them out. You can't pull that record. You don't have that artist anymore. It just doesn't exist. Starting with. Oof, Talking Heads versus Blondie. Mm. Who stays? Blondie. Blondie. Blondie stays? Okay. <laughs> uh, Frank Ocean or Miguel? Miguel. I like Miguel so much. <laughs> he's just, oh my God, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I just find him so cute. He's, he's <laughs> listening. He's listening, yeah. actually. Is so he this, Miguel? This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, big fan of the pod. Fan of the pod, Miguel. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Edie's episode. Clash or Ramones? Who you got? Clash. Okay. Uh, Fifty Cent or Ja Rule? Ja Rule. Okay. Cardi B or Doja Cat? Cardi. 
How about Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Right now, Cardi. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You uh, change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Project Pat or Trick Daddy? Yeah, What's up? Project Pat or Trick Daddy? Project Pat. Okay. Let's go. White Stripes or UGK? UGK. ASAP Rocky or Tyler the Creator? I guess I know more of Tyler's music. Okay. Red Dead Kennedys or Fear? Oh, there you go. What's that? Dead Kennedys or Fear? Yeah. Oh my God, I don't know. Uh, that that's hard because there's so there's so many Fear songs that um have lyrics that are just like, oh, I just can't listen to stuff like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, <it's> bad. <laughs> but so do Dead Kennedys. I feel like some of their stuff aged better than like. <laughs> Oh no, the just like brutal misogyny that most of Fear songs are. But mm. I was I will say that I listened to Fear more and so did my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love guess, Living I guess... for the City is pretty brutal yeah. for 2024. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they those... like the mouth won't stop or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit is brutal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my God. I ate that shit up though as a teen. There's a lot of unlearning, you know? Yeah. Internalized <laughs> <laughs> misogyny yes. that had to detox. <laughs> Let's do misfits or cramps. Uh, yep. Misfits. Metallica or Megadeth? Metallica. Ashanti or Sierra? Ashanti. I feel like I'm supposed to say Sierra because she's like also from Atlanta, but Ashanti had more of the bobs. Okay. I remember people used to call Sierra Sierra. So oh. <laughs> that, that cracked me up. <laughs> I like, I've said that. That's okay. funny. People, not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For the record, it wasn't Jada, and she also likes Casey and JoJo. So yes, yes, it is, it is all good. Uh, Diana Ross or Donna Summer? That one's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess it depends on my mood. Right now, Donna Summer. Okay. Supremes or Destiny's Child? Supremes. Mm. Okay. Let's do... Oh, B-52s or Talking Heads? B-52s. Okay. In uh, sync or Backstreet Boys? sync yeah let's go let's go <laughs> All day. good hey, week for a good week hey, for, yeah. hey my man came out strong didn't he oh, my man came out i'm telling you my man's out of the woods he came out strong he had an oh. snl performance we'll you, he killed it we'll you are so selfish you are so <laughs> selfish thank you that song is You're fire so oh my god i've been playing that song Nonstop. No, I, you have not. Have no, you really? No, I played it three no. times in the club on Saturday. You played it in the three club times. three times. Yes, yes. Like you was a watch the throne. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? God. It's just a template. He had a hot, hot song out, man. Come on. You're there. You are, no way. Come you on, are man. A, a mess for Timberlake. You are a mess for that. <laughs> You're a goddamn mess. I love that man. I love that man. <laughs> Oh my God! These it's views do not it's represent all of him. us. No, yeah. that is strictly a Jupiter Williams viewpoint. Hey, hey! It's hard to be mad at him. Exactly. Thank you. It's hard to be um, mad at him. Unless he's, you're Janet. Unless you're things. Janet. <laughs> what? Janet not mad anymore? 
Not mad uh, anymore? Right. No, she's not mad anymore. Did that do numbers for her? That made her, that like blew up her catalog, right? I don't yeah. think so. No. No, I, I, I was reading an article about it <clears throat> several years ago, and I, uh, I think it like buried her for a little bit, actually. Really? Like a lot he of was the, uh, like, people were he upset. got a lot, but she lost a bunch of like deals and shit. I thought you were clapping at that. No, no, right. <laughs> He's all, yeah, dude. Hey, yeah, come on. Yeah. That's, hey, and rightfully I, so. Yeah. <laughs> Keep those things away. Trav, Trav, this is a tough stance for you, okay? Are you going Janet or JT? Me? Yeah, lightning round me? for you. Oh, lightning round for me? I'm going to go, um, what, what is it that we can't pick? We take them out. Who, who does Take them both out. Hit? Oh, they're both gone. We, we okay. take them both out yeah. oh. because because I saw the I saw one Janet Jackson documentary saying that you know she she was like oh it was a plan yeah I already knew what you were getting at the conspiracy yeah. that it was planned mm-hmm. so I just, you I'm know what both out because I don't know the truth I don't know the truth with it and I, I feel like I want to say it wasn't planned but I also want to say who the fuck has that elaborate of a nipple ring on just just chilling because that thing was crazy it has like yeah. a whole sun she had planned for afterwards <laughs> I, I will say this right <laughs> after the performance never <laughs> like, know. i ain't got when time doing all that movement, out so i'm I just gonna imagine keep it in you don't want that on your nip i don't know i'm gonna say this we haven't seen one like that since it was just <laughs> that was the only one i've never before or after seen one like that yeah I don't know. There's some girls I know in Brooklyn that be leaving the house with shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the bartenders kind of dress like that before. TV, has, TV hasn't look. seen one since. How about that? Yeah, TV has not seen it since. <laughs> TV calmed way the fuck down after that. They're like, we're not showing butts on, no nothing on TV at that. Listen, point. I, I heard, I heard too many, too many different stories with that from both artists. You know that I am just going to eliminate both of them from this situation. Okay. They both yeah. gotta go. No they both man gotta in go. the woods, no man in the woods, no nasty girl. Yeah, they both no gotta go. Girl. Okay. Okay, I'll go. Right. Uh Jada, Madonna or Britney Spears? Uh I'm keeping <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Madonna now is a little I don't know. But Britney now is worse. Also, <laughs> it's all pretty cringe, right? Either way you look at it now, it's kind of both like... like need to be at home chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess I'll keep Madonna. Okay. Which yeah. one do you play more? Right now, Madonna, because I have that 70s weekly residencies where I'm playing like 70s and 80s music. Uh, I do have. A nice collection of Britney records, though. I will say that. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've got some Britney singles that I'm super proud of. You don't see them too often. I was going to say that's a flex. That it is. A flex. Yeah. Those that's are... my like, passion, I feel like, is collecting records from that era when vinyl was at an all time low, like 96 to 2000 or whatever. Uh, that's, yeah, all of that. CD like, era. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. like CD era. Yes. The cash money records are expensive. Yeah. Uh, like all man, I'm trying to think now. You, all pop yeah. music from that era, like rap, pop, yeah. R and B, all music from that era is like on wax is super expensive. Yeah. Uh, 
couple months ago i got that it's not right but it's okay thunderpuss remix and oh like, yeah yeah God, that shit goes so hard harder than like any punk or yeah. <laughs> like i could bust through a wall <laughs> yeah. all those club remixes from back in yeah. the day with so like uh, all the thunderpuss yeah oh, God, Joey Negro, he did now. a whole bunch of them. David uh, Morales did a whole bunch the, of remixes. The Whitney, it's not right. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so hard. David uh, Morales, Todd Terry, yeah, and all those guys. Have yeah, all those guys. Every Morales remix is so good. There's a Spice Girls song. Uh, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Uh, me. Yes, that remix is yeah. crazy. I'd be texting yeah, me, I, yeah, I forgot the song. <laughs> yeah, every song. couple of yeah. months, Travel hit me up like, what's that Spice Girl song? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The piano is so good. We just heard, Neek, what did we hear? We heard the Heartbreaker remix. Was that Morales too? Oh, Def Club. Uh, I think that's a Morales one. Yeah, some Morales ones. Yeah. The Def Club remix. Mm -hmm. Transition back we did Emotions it. too. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. David Morales, shout out, because he fucking ruled that era, dog. Man, no, yeah. for real. He no. did the Jamiroquai remix. Yeah. He did. He was the first yeah. call, man. I know Frankie Knuckles was who yeah. Michael Jackson went to. Yeah, Frankie yeah. did the Michael Jackson and one. Janet stuff too. And yeah, uh, let's do a, a, a inadvertent Mount Rushmore here. This is for Jada only. Top four Madonna all time. What do you got? Top four Madonna songs. Yep. Oh, um, get into the groove. Mm -hmm. Number one, um, Girl Gone Wild which is maybe a little bit underrated. Mm. That was from probably 10 years ago. That's that's one of my drunk <laughs> songs. I wanted to say drunk, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, two more, two more. Um, Borderline oh, and um, Burning Up, the 12-inch uh, remix. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a solid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just happy as long as Borderline is anywhere in the mix. I'm I'm very content. So Borderline is, is so good. Uh, gosh, you remember you remember um Madonna did that Dick Tracy album? Oh yeah, no. dude, did she do that? I, that's so funny you brought that up. I remember seeing all the promo for that movie, and I was like, God, as a little kid, being like, I want to see this so bad. This looks so cool. I've mm -hmm. never seen it. I've never heard the soundtrack. Mm. No. I grew up on that movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> Is it good? It's like it's not that good, but it's like one of the old. It's, it's like one of the original sick. like comic book movies, though. That and like Pink Panther always like was like so cool. But I remember I tried to watch the Pink Panther. I was like, this is not a cartoon. No. Right. I was it's, pissed. It's right. It was the detective. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is a grown ass movie. Yeah. Where's <laughs> I saw the intro and I was like, wait, a minute. didn't they have Pink Panther in the intro? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I fired yeah. it up like, as a little kid. I was like, here we go. And I remember my sister was like, why do you want to watch this? And I was like, like trust me, you don't want to watch pink this. It's Panther. Look at him. He looks like he's getting into some hijinks. And then the movie starts and it's what's his name? Uh, Who is it? Leslie? Leslie Nielsen? I can't remember that, but I remember why. I remember Leslie I was Nielsen? like, it's like John, it's John Cleese, isn't it? Yes. It John Cleese. Cleese. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I was so bummed. I was like, the Never mind, dude. Yeah. I was like, take the yeah. shit back to Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you that's, did it based on yeah. the cover. Yeah, the cover that's all I did. <laughs> that that was that was a bad era because once you rented something that was bung, like whether it was a video game or whatever, oh, you had it you're for three stuck days. with it for three days. days. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, or five. Yeah. 
yeah. if you paid extra, if they really got you. Um, <laughs> a couple more tough questions for the lightning round, and then we're going to talk some more DJ shit, and then some weird questions, and then some whatever. Uh, Prince or Michael Jackson? Prince. Okay. Without a doubt. No hesitation, oh, yeah. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> Mariah, Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston? Mariah. Okay. Last but not least, Outcast or Hall & Oates? This, okay, you've, I've heard <laughs> this more than once, and I'm like, why, is, why that? Because <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, though, when you really break it down. Does it? Okay. Yeah, two white guys, that. two black guys. Um, and that's it. Yeah, Outcast. <laughs> that's it. Okay, easy yeah. enough. That's the lightning round. That's it. <laughs> so the Outcast and Hall & Oates matchup was our very first episode. Okay. And before we knew how to record. Yeah. And so we fucked it up. Oh, and yeah, it never came out. It, and it never came out. So we had to write a blog. <laughs> this was like... All of y'all writing together? Yes. We did, We just took the phone, like the recorded audio, and just made it into a, a write-up. <laughs> and put it on Patreon. And put it on and Patreon. People no. bought it. So nice. <laughs> shout out to people that bought that. That's um, that's the origin story yeah. of our podcast. And that was, that was people to, feeling bad for us during the pandemic. March, we like, March, of, our OG yeah. Patreons. <laughs> March oh, no. of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> people bought anything oh, during that. Oh, I just yeah. got to support. Got to yeah. support yeah. the small yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so I want to talk about the VG Plus radio show you have on Sector FM. Yeah. What was the inspiration for that outside of being able to play all of your stuff? Was it, were you looking towards the early years of you DJing or stuff you're into now or kind of a mix or what? Kind of a mix. Um, so Sector FM is a project started by these rappers that I met here. Um, they're a rap duo called They Hate Change. <clears throat> they... Uh, have just started releasing music on Jag Jaguar um, about two or three years ago. Anyways, um, they're really cool and they're really unique. Um, I honestly have never heard anything like the music that they make and they're just really fucking cool. So shout out, they hate change. Um, they, a couple months ago, invited me to be a part of their internet radio station. So we do that. Um, it airs every Sunday. We've been doing pre-recorded hour-long shows and uh now they're starting to do live, but I can't be live on Sunday because I play. Um, so yeah, I'm just playing stuff that I just am craving, you know, stuff that I miss playing, stuff that I've never played. Um, I try to get a little bit of talking in, but I'm very fresh on the mic. Um, fresh as a new, uh, not as in saying crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I do... Um, I do. I get worried that when, like, the light turns on, I'll accidentally say like, just something insane. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? It's this just is the, the podcast. I'm afraid that I'll just like, get all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about um, that, folks. I don't know what came over me there. Just that. reciting uh, fear lyrics. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'll accidentally start singing along. <laughs> um, I am playing some. Uh, pretty explicit music though um, some pretty like rough punk and hardcore that I really missed listening to and um, so it's fun knowing that that's being broadcast to an unsuspecting person and uh, yeah I just I'm playing music that I want to hear more of uh, in my area I feel like I'm kind of one of one and I don't mean that in a bragging way I want more community <laughs> but I just um 
as I was saying before, like people hire me because the other DJs are doing something else. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of trying to like turn my light on and see what other uh, lightning bugs come <laughs> flock around my light and see see who else is into it. But I'm getting some cool feedback in the DMs. I'm getting some new Instagram followers and hopefully inspiring people to listen to something else because i don't know sometimes i'll just be in a restaurant and i'm just like how can this be what they're playing like mm. i'll do some six flags music in a bar and hey. i'm like drinking music this is roller coaster music <laughs> right 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 yeah it can't all be six flags music everywhere yeah no yeah. uh you are also a published writer uh you have uh uh blonde can you tell us about that a little bit yeah i have actually i think i have one right here it was an autobiographical auto, yeah, an autobio comic that I made about my it. life. Okay. Um, and it also has little um, uh. diary entries from my real diary. So it's quite raw in that way. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I just have always been into comics and I've actually worked for a comic book artist named Katie Skelly, who is amazing. She was my art hero. And I'm just really into that. And I always wanted to do it. And I started uh, posting my comics on Instagram and got a lot of really amazing feedback and love. And that's kind of what my first big chunk of Instagram followers was from, I think. And uh, I self-published it, uh, sold out, did another run. I think I might be sold out of that too. So Uh that felt really cool. I want to get back into it. Right now, yeah, I'm kind of working on getting back into making art, mm-hmm. but we'll see. It's not something you can force. It's just a muscle that you need to kind of stretch, I think. For sure. What's For your sure. favorite comic book adaptation? Comic book into um, a movie? Probably the first one that I think of is Ghost World. What? Oh, um, yeah. I'm not into like superhero-y stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of like what other indie comics were made into movies and I'm really drawing a blank right now, but at least I had ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that, that one works. I mean, that one's pretty good. Yeah. What about you? Oh man. So I'm, I'm a superhero dude, yeah. like through and through. So, I mean, I'm my favorite one is black Panther, uh, just for my own personal reasons. Um, but I, I'm into all of them. I mean Scott Pilgrim. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Sin City. Sin City. Sin City. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm just Marvel, DC, even vertical stuff. I, I do love all. Of, I, love, I just love all of it. So. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of Trav. Go on. Oh, are we segueing? Okay. Okay. Segway kings in the building right here. You go on. Man, I I thought Nick Nick, Nick usually goes first. Right, right. And I follow, so that threw me all the fuck off. All right. So we are developing our DJ Biopic Cinematic Universe. So in the DJ Biopic Cinematic Universe, who's playing Jada? Um, I don't know why, but I kind of recently thought about this. And I think maybe like Olivia Rodrigo with blonde hair. Let's go. Because I think she is a half Filipino girl too. So I was like, okay, but like maybe we have that like squishy nose going on. And she's like kind of like has like a vexed look on her face. She has yeah. a good scowl. So I'm like, she could definitely do that. Like <laughs> so maybe 
put a blonde wig on her and some tattoos and i think that would be a good pick i think so too hell yeah no that's pretty solid right there that's great nick and we are also setting up our friends with fast food endorsement meal uh deals so what we would like to know is what what is the Jada meal? Where can we get it, and what is it? Um. <laughs> so what is your I know about this question, and I've given it quite a bit of thought. I've eaten more fast food than I'd like to admit lately. <laughs> yes. And I live like two doors down from a Taco Bell, which sounds uh oh uh oh, which That's I, fire. kind of like makes my neighborhood just sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it would probably be Taco Bell. Like I like Mexican pizza, um, Taco Supreme, uh, Baja Blast for sure, Diablo sauce. I like those little nachos that I know Victoria Rollins mentioned in her episode too. Mm-hmm. Cheese nachos. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think that would be pretty good. Nothing crazy. Although I could also do um, a breakfast meal at mm-hmm. McDonald's, a yes. bacon and cheese biscuit with a hash brown, OJ, small coffee. That's oh, good. There we go. <laughs> I had that yesterday, actually. I'm a I'm a brunch dude. I, yeah? I, I right. live for brunch. What is what would your favorite brunch meal be? Um, it wouldn't. No DJ. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's, um, go. let's go. No DJ. Shredded hash browns, maybe like just like just a clean Waffle House that serves booze, basically, would be good for me. I think. Nice, yeah. Yeah, just like a Waffle House vibe with alcohol. I like. We that. don't have Waffle House, which is like such a bummer because you, like you know about it. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Texas Waffle Houses be crazy, man. That's people be fighting in the Texas Waffle House. That's all I see. Gotta go to the That's... Atlanta Waffle House then. I know, huh? All I know of of Waffle Houses <laughs> the fights. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the whole thing about it. And music is a big part of Waffle House, too. Really? They have their own song. Yeah. So Waffle House is known for, like, always having had a jukebox. And they have multiple Waffle House songs in the jukebox. And it would be, like, the old school with, you see, the little paper thing. Yeah. Records. And then eventually CDs. And now they're all touch tunes. But, like... Yeah, that would be kind of part of it. Is like you go to Waffle House after the bar, you can play some music. People would always like to, um, well, in Atlanta, people would like put ten dollars in and then just play Heya over and over and over and over again as they're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that is Atlanta, wow. Atlanta just does Waffle House right. I mean, yeah. I did not know right. that that was a part of the Waffle House experience. I just thought you just check out the Waffle House songs. I didn't yeah, know that right? either. I just imagined it was like Denny's where shit popped off all the time. No, it's a whole like I feel like it's part of the subculture. Like wow. it's part of the club culture, honestly. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Atlanta just does Waffle House right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I learned about Waffle House from Bloodhound Gang from Want You Smother, Want You Cover, like the Waffle <laughs> yeah. House. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I haven't thought about that in a long time. That's Six Flags music for That's sure. Speaking of that genre of music, <laughs> what which I would call what like horny late nineties music. Yeah, I wanted to bring you this as a gift. Oh, there it is, Colin. Oh <laughs> because you were cracking me up talking about Butterfly the other day, and I was like, I'm "Colin lives for that." Song. I'm not. <laughs> this is the only time I've seen it on vinyl. I've this never seen incredible. the twelve. There you That's go. Oh my god, <laughs> I have the seven. I, I I've never seen the twelve. I am so jealous, and I'm going to be on Discogs <laughs> after this because uh, I didn't know there was a twelve of that. 
I'm like gonna be I said, so I just love that era of vinyl. It's so fun. Like every time I find a dumb little song like that, it just is so exciting to me. <laughs> you need to meet our friend Alana Rabin because I yeah. feel like you guys would yeah. definitely. It's like same music vibes. Yep. <clears throat> she runs this account, which I can't say what the account is because she's okay. she's a, a secret secret mod. But yeah. okay, send it to me, please. I'll send it to you. It's right in line, and you're gonna be like, of course, of course, yes. All right. But, all right. Um, no, you guys are like two peas in a pod, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yay. Yeah. Where does and, she live? Uh, she's New up York, in New York. York. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And if you have an RA, you should definitely meet our friend Jessica Who as well. Oh, who, yeah. That's okay. a good okay. too. Oh, she's yeah. in New York neck of the, neck of the woods. She's Jessica. down south. She's down oh, south. Oh, yeah? Okay. She's cool. in Florida. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Or Fort, Fort Lauderdale. I think she's in Florida. Okay, yeah. That's like uh, South Florida, kind of near Miami, I think. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Same vibe for yeah, sure. She yeah. throws um, an emo night. So yeah. it's, yeah, I will definitely, I'll link you with them for sure. After this. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so I'm thinking about this, this situation that happened to me the other day, and I wanted to share this with you guys. <clears throat> I was DJing and I ran into an issue and I want to know how you guys would handle this. I'm plugged in. Okay. I'm DJing and I forgot to plug in my charger for the day for my computer. So there's one plug into the wall, there's a full PA plugged into the power strip, and there's my controller, and there's no open port for my charger for my computer, and I have 20% left. What would you guys do? Oh, I'm still on a primitive MacBook, so I don't. You have to plug in. I, I yeah. <laughs> There's no twenty percent. It could be one song. No, that's why I had to like. That's why I shut off the video here because I had to plug in my computer on this one too. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't know the feeling, Colin. So I'm out of this one. Yeah, okay. the idea that you could forget to charge your computer is wild. Yeah, I just bought a new thing. MacBook and I'm yeah. like still on my old shit where I'm like, oh my god, I have to plug it in. Yeah. The new so, one lasts for like 12 hours. I, I just know. I wouldn't know. Mine. Yeah. I would never know what that okay. feels like. Okay. So mystery feeling. Yeah, okay. Mystery. So yeah. I feel like I would, if I was in a jam, like had to do it, I would unplug one CDJ and just rock doubles. So mm. I'm on a controller. Mm. Oh, you're mm, on a controller. He's on a controller. Uh-huh. Yep. So, so the only option is to stop the music? Stop the music or unplug the PA. Uh, or, or part of the PA? No, I, I would. Idea. I okay. would put in a. Um, I would. I would set up my dongle. Yes. Yeah, yes. I would set up my dongle that way. What do you mean? My my dongle into the uh, RCA, into a into the other master channel. Yeah, I would plug my and phone. play through my phone, on my phone until my yeah. computer charges. No, I mean, I mean, all of the outlets are taken though, so I would still. But none, of, but but your so your master have to DJ on your. Phone. Oh, even your master outlets are taken too. You only have one yeah, master everything's, outlet. Oh, yeah, it's, there's it's, not it's an outlet. In. There's oh. no, there's no out. Like the power strip is full. Oh, so the, you put the, you put it through the the. Hmm. Damn. Colin, okay, so what'd you do? What the fuck? Oh, bro? what happened? Because <laughs> yeah, this is terrible radio of us just fucking coming up with terrible ideas so yeah uh, <laughs> just saying no no that's not gonna work either <laughs> I, I i finished with five with five percent but oh you so know, you kept like playing the, yeah the dj filled in for me and he was like 
let me go use the restroom before I have to hop on. And I was like, hey, make it quick. No. (laughs) (laughs) We already went through the route that you had to take to get to the restrooms, right? Yeah, you can do that here. I don't care. Like, I need to switch over. There's a bottle. Yeah. (laughs) Here, take it. Yeah. So um, I Here's the bottle I use. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the bottle I'm going to use if my computer dies. Like, yeah. so I, I finished with like 5% left, but I realized there's like not really a clear situation here because the, the wall outlet is taken with the power strip. The power strip has four or has four ports that are taken mm-hmm. for the controller, the sub, and then the two tops. Mm-hmm. My only idea would be to unplug one of the tops and, and you unplug the part sub. of this. You unplug the sub. You take out the low. Sub. I would say the take sub the is probably the least impactful. Yeah, take out the yeah. low and then bump and bump up highs. your low, bump up your low on your EQ. Yeah, that's an option. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all that that's the only me. thing I would do. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I always bring one one extra um, power extender. Always, yeah. I never would have thought. Yeah, I always have one extra one in my in my bag. I keep like extra a, cord length. Yeah. Yeah. It can just be so unpredictable. Like even a place that you play all the time, they could be like, I don't know, the outlet's not working today. You know, like right. you just... yeah, I guess if you're at a gig where you have to bring anything other than just a laptop, like if you ever bring a controller or a PA, like it makes sense to just have an extra surge protector or an extra some sort of like extension mm-hmm. cord. Mm-hmm. I like to show up really unprepared for all situations <laughs> by not having anything ever. But here's love the thing, Colin. You, you love to travel very light to get. I do. I, yeah. I was going to say, I'm just I show up with a tote bag. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I do I do give you that. Yeah. I was going to say, I travel hand, so like, lightly these days. I don't have, like, I luckily, I none of my gigs, I have to bring anything other, like, every gig has gear. Mm-hmm. But on the occasional mobile gig I do get, I'm like, fuck, I need to do a checklist because I will come. Mm-hmm. It's so much. I've mm-hmm. forgotten crucial cables. Same. Like, I've got everything except this one thing. Yep. And, um, man, the last time it happened, it was the cable that goes from the controller to the laptop. And I was just like, how how did that one slip away? Oh, you got <laughs> everything except yeah. the USB. <laughs> My boyfriend, well, luckily, I, I get to my gigs quite early just because shit happens. Same. And uh, my boyfriend happened to be there, and he drove back across the bridge into St. Petersburg from Tampa, got my cable, came back, like, with a smile on his face. Mm. Like, shout yeah. out. That's a real one. Yeah. Shout, That's out. A real yeah. One. shout out to the partners that will smile through the bullshit. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of DJ bullshit. Yes, <laughs> The only other option, and I've been there before, is you have to ask them if they have a printer. Is there a printer nearby where I can oh. use the USB cable? The USB cable, yeah. I love that the Serato cable is the is also just a printer cable. Yeah, it's yeah. It's amazing. They thought so far ahead on this program, but when it came to the cable, there's like, I don't know, dude. Do you have a printer nearby? I think that should be able to. Work. <laughs> That'll be fine. <laughs> I just I imagine like asking a. A bartender like, do you have a printer cable? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just whoever's there, and they're yeah. like, what? I don't know. Is there an office with a printer? I need the cable. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. Uh, I saw something posted that I also wanted to open up for discussion for the floor. Um, it was posted that it, if it's already a pop in artist, if it's an already established artist, 
that the DJ is not possible of breaking a record for an artist, like breaking it for the clubs, if it's already popping. And I want to hear your guys' mm. take on that. If the song is already popping, it's not if possible. If the artist, for... if the artist is already Oh, if popping. the artist is already popping, then the uh, DJ can't break the record? Yeah, like there's no, like the DJ's not, not breaking a record because I... it's already a bigger artist. I disagree. I, mean... I disagree because you see Trav always going to club drake they'll go to clubs and they'll they'll, even kanye with with vultures right now right you know i feel like they're breaking those records in the club right now just to see how they're playing and how the crowd is responding to them right you see those clips but i feel like it's almost like sort of like a press release type deal i think that's how they're breaking records breaking a record as opposed to being like I just think that's the new way of breaking the record. Yeah, because you know? it doesn't feel like like if it was raw, like a DJ, like a funk flex type situation where flex is the first one to have this that's song, radio, though. And he's playing it. I mean, but he played like the tunnel, too. That's and true. so they would drop songs like that. And they like the first time hearing it, and you play it five times a night in the club. I don't think that is necessarily a thing. I don't know, because, like, here's the clip. Here's the clip for some context here. He played a Nicki Minaj song. He's not breaking a record because she's already an established artist that people want to hear the record. That's well, he's not breaking an artist. He's breaking a record. He's breaking the record. He's, yeah, he's introducing he's breaking, a record. I feel, I feel like he's introducing the best record off her album. Okay. I like That's that. Just yeah, me. I like that. As a participant that has done it, I feel like I'm introducing. I'm, we talking about Nick. So as a DJ, yeah. as a DJ, you're still allowed you're to. A known as a DJ, celebrity. you can still break records. Yes. No matter what level the Downtown artist is on. To me, was broken. Can you break a Beyonce record? No. Why? Because she's Beyonce. Because Beyonce. That makes no sense whatsoever. Nick Literally makes no sense. Like that makes no sense. Right. You can't say something. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. be like, okay, but does it apply to this artist? No. Why? Right. Because it's that artist. Right. I feel like that's common practice in Atlanta too, though, because a lot of like the biggest rap songs that came out of Atlanta were played at Magic City first. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The more I think about it, the more I actually I'm I'm on your side, Trav. Like somebody has to play the song first. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's it's in it's inherently going to get broken. It's just the way things work. Like, I mean, I feel like I don't break records, but I feel like I am. One of the early DJs on. out here that will play a record right when it comes out. I've yeah. been known pushing to like things forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, calling. So I think that's calling. We've done that with Drake. You know, we've done a whole I Thursday did it night. Weekend the, the hills. I, I, I bombed the dance floor with the weekend the hills for so long until it actually fucking popped off. Until it was the biggest song of the night. You know, and I was like, where were you guys? You know, yeah. and, and and it's we've all done this though. We've all yeah. had these songs where we're like, God, not to be like I was I liked it before it was cool, but like I Sometimes was here, it you know, and the dance floor wasn't receptive. Right. So I think there is some sort of merit there in being like, Hey, this is like why you're up there. You mm-hmm. know, this is why you're doing this job. I've I seen it. F- like, yeah, go ahead. I've seen it. I've haven't we have another friend that's done the same thing. I can't think of the song right now, but played a song when it first dropped nobody cared about it because it was too new fast forward two three months later it pops off and now the dance floor it's a midnight song you have to play it at peak hour Mm -hmm. um i think 
I saw a tweet not too long ago that was along the lines of, you know, I play, I was playing this tempo, this song, all these, you know, this lady was having a good time. And then I play another song, same tempo, same range, same key, whatever. But she doesn't know the song and she gets pissed. She's like, play something I can dance to. He's like, same this thing. has all the same ingredients. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, I can't dance to it because I don't know the words. Right. And I think that's such a, it's such a stupid thing. Like when we, like, of course you can dance to it. Yeah. You don't need to know the words to dance something, but I get what she's saying. Like, I only want to be excited about songs that I can sing along to. It's the lowest common denominator, yeah. but I think that applies to new music as well. It's too new. I've never heard this. Right. Wait, yeah, wait till yeah. I've heard this. Yeah. Before yeah. you pop off with it at at midnight. Mm-hmm. And it sucks so we're like we're like saying, yo, you're hearing it right now. You're hearing it right now. Like, just trust it. It's fun. Dance yeah. to it. Like, I, I wish people would just let their guards down like mm-hmm. the olden yeah. days where yeah. DJs had control and you just trusted what they played. See, that's why that's why you got those you got those smaller spots now. Yeah. Where I feel like you could get away with that more. Whereas you can't I feel like you can't, can't do, do it if there's it a dance floor, though. Now. Yeah. For the most part. Do the crowds want you to play something they haven't heard, though? It depends on the spot. It really right? depends on the spot. No. I think yeah. in dance yeah. music, yeah, dance Maybe music. Maybe like Boiler loves Room, that. like something like Boiler Room and stuff like that, yeah. where they would want to discover more. Yeah. You know, or have those big moments of being like, that's a big moment right there. The whole crowd went crazy. <laughs> but if it's well, a th- working gig, probably not. Working right. gig, probably. No. It right. needs, like, it needs to be right. like right down the middle. They don't yeah. even like edits. Like like so I th- play the I think original. With, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Play yeah. the original. Like don't mash up. Don't play an edit. Like I don't, don't get like, a remix. Like don't get too tricky. Don't play the remix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um with dance music though, most dance music, like not like the mega clubs like XS and um, yeah. and those type places, but like you know, like a legitimate house spot or techno spot or bass spot like they're big on ids they love hearing tracks mm-hmm. that they've never heard mm-hmm. so they're like oh straight ids like that's a big thing so mm-hmm. like right. in that genre yeah but when it comes to like top 40 it's top 40 like right yeah if like, it's there are some new... games that it's like three for me one for you mm-hmm. yeah and there's others yeah. that are three for you one for me if any for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> or for me, all of them for me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the side by side on the pay too, where it's like, here's how much the three for me pays. Here's how much the three for you pays. Dude, and it's like, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Grim. <laughs> when I played at Dante's in Miami, I, I felt like that was a three for me, and that paid very well. I really yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's. It, are those spots are kind of few and far between though you know it's it's a perfect so. storm yeah. enough. i feel like every city's either got one or got one in the works at this yeah. point dante's feels like the mecca of for sure right yeah. now and it smells so good in there does <laughs> it really no one's brought that up yet it smells great in there it smells amazing okay. they're like burning uh palo santo and something else and there's just like really expensive liquor being poured and it smells amazing awesome <laughs> They're like it. rich girls with nice perfume. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Do we think that the product of these kind of places is because people are so exhausted with hearing the same thing? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I feel. I wish there was somewhere like that around here. Yeah. Um, I think eventually there will be, or, or or hopefully I'm providing that in some way. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like 
there's there are certainly more places than that need it than others somewhere like new york it seems like every other bar is that kind of spot mm. but i feel like yeah I, people just want something else and i think that the younger people like gen z and whoever's after them gen alpha i think they'll want more stuff like that too yeah everything is just so saturated and homogenized now and it's just like you I mean, I can be logged on Instagram for like a short scroll and hear the same clip of the same song like 10 times. Right. People right. don't want that. Or like they, they'll figure out that they don't want that. Eventually it will become very stale. Mm -hmm. Because outside of the cash tip, the biggest, uh, the biggest props, the biggest achievement we could receive is someone shazamming the song, right? Like if you see someone shazamming the song, you're like, I'm doing my job. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. this is like a win. Yeah. And obviously the flip side is somebody putting their phone in their face and be like, I wasn't shazamming the song. I'm requesting this song. And you're like, <laughs> all right, you well, to change it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm trying it's, to tell you to stop. Yeah. yeah. Stop, stop. <laughs> Enough with the six flags music. More six flag music. More six flags music. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel like we've gotten to that point though where people maybe don't want to go out because they have what they want at home musically, you know, like mm -hmm. the house party is, is coming back around for, for the younger oh, gen, the, yeah. the listening, the sitting around the bullshitting, you know, much more like, Oh, I'm paying to get in and stand up and I can't sit down anywhere. And right. like, comfort's more of a factor now. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. having all of having all of your favorite music in your spot, I don't need to bother the DJ. I don't need to wait in line for a drink. If I am even drinking, you know, with Gen Z, yeah. it's, it's like, we talked about that, you know, I don't know. Oh yeah. People don't, people don't drink like they used to. And especially it seems like a lot of the college age kids like don't even want to start. And like that will, if it hasn't already make a huge difference in everybody's experience going out for sure, mm -hmm. whether you're behind the bar or in the booth or or just going out trying to find people like there will be people that are not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the easiest like the biggest change has been the bottle service. Mm. Um I worked at I started working in that industry as a busser at these huge clubs like right at the tail end of the boom of bottle service and seeing it go from like over a million dollars in sales in one night to to watching a decade a decade of that starting to trickle down to people being like okay they were right it is wasteful and <laughs> bottle wars is stupid and it's there's yeah. still people that do it but it used to be like at its peak when it first started it was like Leonardo DiCaprio coming to the club and just be, you know, just wants the hot girl. So he buys a, the table and that was kind of new. And then rich guys who were dorks, mm -hmm. but can afford to buy bottles were like, Oh, that's what it takes money. Like, I think now it's just like, okay, that's not even a flex. Like it's corny. Anybody can do it if you can afford it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But now so like bottle service being this like huge commodity is kind of like getting played. And now I'm wondering where we're going to go from there. Like, where is the, the money going to come from? It's cringe, right? Bottle service is like kind of cringe now. Especially yeah. if you're buying a bottle at a place that's like not 
a mega club. Yeah. Like if you're at a, I don't want to shit on anybody's money that listens to this podcast because you know, make your money, but yeah, spend a, it how you want for sure. Spend yeah, it how you want sure. to. Yeah. And if you're a, you know, a person that provide makes your income from bottle sales, like by all means, Yeah. but it is kind of cringe. Like when you're the only bottle in the place, that would be embarrassing. You know what I mean? And you probably spent the most money and it's like, you look like a herb now. Like, you yeah. don't even look cool. So it's not what it used to be. Like getting a presentation, a bottle presentation at a dive bar <laughs> looks crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, getting a, so getting a bottle presentation yeah. at a place with ten tables is crazy. It's like when they come out singing "Happy Birthday," you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the girls, it's, and look, if it's not expensive, it's like, oh my god, they're even they they're tired of it. You know, the yeah. the the servers are like, here it is. You know, yeah. like like congratulations. You know, whatever. Like the but, big clubs won't do presentations yeah. unless the bottle is like of a certain price. Right. Yeah. Right. So like. You can't buy like a, a bottle of Tito's and get sparklers. You know what I mean? Like you gotta buy. You gotta bring your campaign. Right. Like if right. you buy, so if in a certain spot, like there's ten tables and you're buying a Tito's and you're getting sparklers, you look corny. Right. So I don't know. I just feel like nightlife in general is changing. Mm-hmm. The young generation, and then that's the other thing: the music. Like we've kind of been hanging on on songs that work, but new songs don't really work either. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird yeah. transitional period that I'm very confused by. How many there, times I'm sure we've all seen it where you see, get a young kid being like in like in on what you're doing and you play one song and they're like, all right, next one. Right. Right. As if you're Spotify. Right. And they yeah. should be able to change your song. Yeah. Oh shit, hold on. Sorry. Yeah. You know, like if there's yeah. not a next if there's not a next gen of music coming in. This could all just turn into retro clubs. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels yeah, like everything is. I'm very okay with Wait, that. For us, we're all okay. We're all yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, give me like, New Jack Swing all night. You know, all give night. me oh, five yeah. hours of disco. I like until that clientele quits coming out. You know, and then we start to see crickets, yeah. and we're like. uh there wasn't a rollover. We didn't have younger people behind them ready to get in. And they're like, mm-hmm. No, they're not really interested in that. They, like, yeah, they don't want to stand in line and like have looked up and be looked up and down and like have their outfit checked, like all the stuff that we've seen before. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously, it's better that like that's not as much a part of the club culture. But I just I want to bring like- it back. You want you want uh, yeah yeah the door guy being more. Selective. I need I need I want people protect- getting dressed. I will say yeah. that. That's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. I yeah. I think, I think nightlife kind of needs that like bit of bullying that happened back in the day. A little bit of gatekeeping. Yeah, gatekeeping is important. Not yeah, cruel, but like, like, see, do you really want to be here? You know. Yeah. And like, that's are you? Like how the record collecting was for me. Like, well, do you have it or not? Like, right, <laughs> right, right up. Like and now we're seeing everyone rush of... to get those records too, by the way. Like there's there's an interesting little gem here where we're seeing a lot of vinyl people popping up and being like scrounging and paying five times as much as what the record's worth. Yeah. yeah. I think gatekeeping keeps things important. It does. Extent. I think it so. does. It's gatekeeping doesn't always have to be negative. No. Right. 
and i think nightlife some misogynistic shit or some racial shit or some uh like class divide shit then yeah like let's yeah that version (laughs) of it because that's that that's also very true in nightlife like it's notoriously misogynistic and notoriously racist. So I don't mean in the way of like, let's change the dress code so black people don't come. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, in a sense, that's like, no, are you just cool enough to be better. here? Yeah. Like, like, like are you shit. just yeah. cool enough to come in? Because if yeah. you're not cool enough, we don't want code. you to. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with a dress code. Nothing. No. I don't want to be business casual in the club again. Well, and maybe but, like we don't want we don't want like want sweatpants. culture tourists coming right. in and seeing something that we uh are we treasure and are protecting. You know, yeah. I don't can't want come in like, in cargo a, shorts. A culture vulture, right? Or, like, yeah, we don't need like frat boys at the like you know at the party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, frat boys, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. something that's like really exclusive. Like it's exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll exclude mm-hmm. some people. The people that. You can't well, have exclusive without excluding some people. Right, because we're we're prioritizing <laughs> we're prioritizing like it's literally yeah that should be here. Hundred percent. I, I hope that doesn't sound shitty. No, <laughs> sound, no, I, I just went on this rant. It does sound mean, though. right? But it's like I feel like we all know we're all on the level. We're still talking about Studio Fifty Four to this right. day because yeah. it was like that. It was the mecca of nightlife. It was the mecca mecca of nightclubbing. Like the era of playing, like I remember like talking to people even up until like the early 2000s where they were like, there were songs that didn't play on the radio, but only played in the clubs. Right. Mm -hmm. What the fuck happened to that? Right. Like that's not even a thing anymore. I mean, obviously we're in the streaming era, so every song is available, but it's just nightlife being its own thing is kind of gone because they're we're willing to take anybody that's willing to pay and not everybody that's willing to pay is cool so we end up with a lot of dorks in the club right their phones in your face friends they're like oh well i want to be goth for two months like when there's people who dedicate their whole lives to that or something you know and there's just too much dabbling a lot of dabbling. You're in or you're out. Dabbling. Yeah. Blood in, blood out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dabbling. Dabbling for this shit, out. dog. <laughs> you better be dancing in line before you get in the club or else I don't want you in there. Like, that's it. But, <laughs> but for real, I love everyone. Everyone come to my gig. Everyone pay me. Everyone share me on Instagram. 100%. Yeah. That part. But that since part. that's not the case, everybody come through. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah. Get that phone out of my face. Like one love. (laughs) We do all belong in the club and we all belong in the record store, period. We do. That's true. That's the the general. Like that quote. That's the quote. I I think that's the quote right there. That's the quote. Uh, Jada, let people know where they can find you on socials and any projects you want to push right now. Um, I'm on Instagram as at American Squirm. Mm, I have a website, jada-abello.com, where you can see some art that I've made, learn a little bit about me. I've got some links to my mixes and also an event calendar. And you can also book me from there as well. And um, tune in to my show, VG Plus, every Sunday afternoon, uh, usually around 3 p.m. EST. And uh, you can catch that on Mixcloud, too, if you can't make the live broadcast. And um, gosh, what else is there to say? How's Mixcloud been for you? By the way, uh, done for me. It's just more more space on the internet. Um, no, I, I, it, has it has it been good for you? Because 
I we, think so. We went on Twitter uh, last week, and we were talking about how Mixcloud hasn't hasn't been working for a few DJs. So I don't see it as something to work for me. I'm just trying. To, I, I guess it works for me in that um, I have examples of my work, which I didn't have on the internet otherwise. And then I also have just my name written somewhere else. So that helps with my SEO that helps people find me. So just as much as if I can get on the internet as much as possible, be it podcast, blog posts, mixed cloud, anything, it all helps. So Good. it all helps the cause, which is to get me rich. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's it's like a, like a digital portfolio. You know, you, you have yeah, the website, yeah, you yeah. have the link tree, the Instagram, everything. And you're like, Here's some mixes too. You know, this but, could be mixed cool. at your place. Yeah. I like listening back to it. I yeah, I like listening back to it. Um, I like finding other DJs. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just been good for me to have this thing to do every week because like the discipline of it is making me stronger, and I think I'm improving like a little bit every week. So it's been good in that way. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that's the whole goal. That's that's what we've been trying to do with this podcast and. Just one percent better every year. Yeah, yeah. Every year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Jada, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Us too. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Damn. Jada so Bello, excited. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much. We had a blast you. talking with you. Uh next time you're down in Florida, make sure you check out Jada. Uh go follow her on Instagram. Uh peep the website. Stay in tune with her calendar and uh go hear some new music. We're tired of hearing the same old shit. Yeah. That's that's the that's the big takeaway from all of this. Jada's gonna play you some new music wherever you're at. And uh yeah, you're gonna hear some new shit. So we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and another surprise guest right for you, same place, same time. Until then, peace. peace.